I thought I couldn't afford an attorney or help. Just like some people think I can't afford $1,500, $2,000, $3,000, dollars for a class that teaches me how to buy assets without using my own money. And if you come from a position of I can't afford it, it's always going to cost you more money later. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey everyone, welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. This is Marco Kozlowski, and I'm here with Francesco Galuccio and Gabriela Reich. And we're gonna have a lot of fun today discussing one of the five topics that we wanna talk about today. I think we're going to be discussing, what was it, how you said it, Frank? It was perfect. Oh man. There's a time to take shortcuts, but (laughs) this isn't one of them. Yes. This time isn't one of them, yeah. Yes. Uh, Shortcuts sometimes cost you more money or? I forgot what I did say. And it was so brilliant, you gave me a, a semi-quasi compliment. It was, I refer to Frank because he said it way in, I, in I just fewer words than I could. Guys, which, this is exactly what he said. There's what I, is that what I said? Take shortcuts yeah. in is, life, but this time isn't one of them. There you go. <laughs> yes, there you go. All right, excellent. All right, well, there you go. Well, it's it's Thank still you. well said, Frank. Thank you. Thanks, Gabe. Thank Hold you on, much. Frank Galuccio. I've got to give you the quote. <laughs> yeah, I'll get, I'll, I'll get T-shirts made and some swags, yeah. That's right. So for for those of you, that was a, like the weirdest introduction we've ever had. And, you know, let's keep it weird. It's a lot of fun. It's like we're in Austin, Texas, which is their slogan. The mission that we have, of course, is to A, give you some amazing content and uh, give you the ability to use skills and knowledge to generate income, not necessarily credit or money. It doesn't take money to make money. It takes skills, knowledge and uh, discipline. Uh, in order to do that. And uh, this is definitely a topic that is going to be important as, as it's relevant to me as we speak in me buying another business that I'll be discussing today. It is extremely relevant to real estate. We do use asset-based lenders to uh, pull money from. An asset-based lender is clearly explained in the first 10 episodes. If you have not yet listened to that, please do listen, uh, love it, like it, share it in any of our episodes, and of course, subscribe. So you can really get in on the action as we uh, produce more episodes. You can get in on the action and help us as well with new ideas for episodes as we've done almost 150 now and we've only had one guest uh this entire time and apparently that's it's not that we're anti-social <laughs> no. we, well, we have a lot of content to give out and we want to make sure that we um we we hit a lot of the topics and some we've i think hit almost twice but there's always a fresh look to it and um, we're very committed to making sure you have the best possible content that's relevant applicable actionable so you can get the best results in your life and of course uh, if you want to really learn and dig deep and really get massive results podcasts are great but getting kicked in the ass is much much better and having a clear direction and really investing in yourself the necessary education necessary to put it all together into one focused plan of action so you can really get somewhere very very quickly which is ultimately the end goal and kind of the almost kind of the topic that we're talking about today but not really which you'll you will see so i guess let's go let's get into this so well first let me preface with this i bought into a bar i don't know if i even discussed this on the um on the podcast yet but i invested in a in a a bar that we turned into an experience bar in orlando Uh, the bar was not doing very well there were actually there was two bars and one of them was involved in in some litigation uh, during covid and were maliciously uh, pushed around by the landlord and one of the establishments was forced to close its doors 
anyway, long story short, we survived. The, they, they sur- I say we because now I own, I own the, um, those companies. But long story short, we're going to do quite well because of what happened. Let's just call it that. I'm in the middle of litigation, so there's only so much I can say without incriminating myself or the guilty. So I have to be careful. Now, there's a bar owner that actually saw... Uh, the turnaround that we did, because it was it went from the verge of shutting its doors, the one I invested in, to flourishing. Actually, won awards for different events that we do. So we're we're very 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 involved in the community now, which we weren't before. So we really turned the thing around. Now, the human that saw us do that has a very similar situation going on and wanted help. So I offered to help, and this human did not get an attorney to take a look at the the lease that they had and did it very quickly and now just to put context into into this a bar is not cheap a liquor license the kind of liquor license necessary to operate a bar now goes for close to eight hundred thousand dollars so it's extremely expensive and um, it takes up a lot of cash and it takes up a lot of knowledge so generally when you're putting things together you want to have the right paperwork and have the right attorney put things together and Buying a liquor license, getting it, you know, getting the bar, have a unique concept, making sure that, you know, it's, it stands out of all the other things that you're doing, which is not different at all from the business that we're in right now. In real estate, when we're discussing with a, an agent or a seller that, that we have the capital, that we're able to move quickly, we have to sound like a buyer, sound different and unique from all the other noise of tire kickers and those that really don't know what they're doing. Because if you are an agent, you know, there's a lot of time wasting that's going on, really weeding out, you know, the, the shit buyers from the real buyers and really making sure that you have the right language and the right I guess actions that go behind your language down perfectly so you are congruent in how you're communicating so people want to give you a discount so in that same vein I did the same thing with this other bar owner that wanted me to buy into the business because he was really hurting so negotiated a really good deal actually Frank was in in town when this was happening and I was explaining what was going on it's kind of interesting anyway he didn't get an attorney to to look over the paperwork and his lease was horrendous like horrendous the first line of his le- of the lease basically said that they're not allowed to operate a nightclub and the definition of a light- nightclub is actually having alcohol and music and it's a bar that has alcohol and music so so, so already he was in breach he sucks <laughs> yes Wow, I said I would help and actually buy you know buy into the business just like I did with my counterparts in the business I have now because saw that we turned around well. I'm like we need to change the lease. They wouldn't obviously change the lease, and anyway, this was like two weeks ago, and now they basically put a, a piece of paper in front of them and say, listen, if you don't sign this, if you don't sign this, we're taking you know, we're taking all your marble, you know basically going to go after you personally. We're going to buy your liquor license. We're going to give you, you know, a couple bucks for your liquor license, but you're basically going to be wiped out and you're done. And the guy just signs it without even looking at an attorney again. So the first time he signed a lease without getting an attorney and now just signed something else without consulting an attorney and is completely wiped out, not understanding that now he's going to not only lose any asset that he has, but most likely they're going to go after him for something else later. Right. It's not going to necessarily exonerate him from that. So that's a, I don't even know how clear that was. I might have to go in and clean this up or not, depending on, uh, you know, how things go here. But I'm, I'm hoping I'm as clear as I can be. So human does something with and cuts a corner, which is the lease, which is what allows you to operate, which is very important. And I know it might sound like who would ever do that? Well, I'm guilty of doing the same thing many years ago because I thought I couldn't afford an attorney or help. Just like some people think I can't afford 
dollars $2,000, $3,000, $5,000 for a class that teaches me how to buy assets without using my own money. I can't afford this. And if you come from a position of I can't afford it, it's always going to cost you more money later. So in this case, the guy buys a liquor license, gets a bar, gets all this shit and, you know, is, is ready to rock. And with COVID which is when he opened, which is like the worst thing ever, trying to catch up, it was very difficult for them to stay alive. So now it's in a position where the landlord says, I'm gonna seize everything today or sign this document, and he just signs it right on the spot without even thinking because he's afraid, A, of complete loss, and two, doesn't consult an attorney to see what his rights are at all. And I've been working with this guy for almost a month. Yeah, almost a month. Yeah, probably more when I was down there, yeah. And, well, you were you were down here for what three four months? Well, not 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 consecutively, but yes. I heard he had to get remarried when he got home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He has a secret family secret here. Family. Family. No, but it has been it has been over a month for sure when you were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. So the guy just disappears and then suddenly says, "Hey, you know, do you want to buy shit out of my property? Because I just signed over everything to uh, to the landlord." And I'm like, <laughs> like total Scooby Doo moment. Like, how how is that even possible? So. The lesson here, if this is the first time you're listening to a podcast, I promise it's not just me talking. I think you promise. It's an interesting lesson in that if you shortcut anything, <laughs> the, one of the most important thing, which is the least, and you shortcut again, this made the same mistake. Life is a funny thing, a funny way of, if, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. But you would think that losing almost everything would teach you to at least fix the same mistake again, but it's not as obvious from an outside looking in. So I just wanted to have that as the, as the topic of the day. I think that's the whole podcast. I just spoke for 20 minutes explaining <laughs> the situation itself. But uh, yeah, so, and I know all of us have done this, but that's just an example of what we want to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I was in the same, not, not, not around the bar or anything, but I was in the same situation before I, I um, joined your mentorship program, Marco, where, you know what, let me, let, me, let me try to do this on my own. I know I wanted to buy property stateside and, you know, to save a buck, you're not really saving a buck because luckily I met you on time because um, I was going to pull the trigger on, on a couple of properties down stateside using my own money. So I would have been in the game quickly and out of the game quickly because it's, it's, it's using my own money and not getting at a discount. You know, it's fishing upstream basically. So that and I, I know Gabe, you introduced me to, you know, a, a very reputable accounting firm. By all means, they're not cheap. In the end, yes, they are expensive, but in the end, you're going to replenish all that all that money that you did invest because you're saving that much, if not a lot more, on taxes. Can you share, uh, Frank, real quick so people have context? Because the hourly wage, I know you've, I, th I think we might Maybe. have discussed it on the podcast, but if you could share, because it, it really gives also good perspective, right? So you want to, as you start making more money, you're Canadian, so you have to, uh, as you make more money in Canada, just like in the US, but the threshold is completely different in Canada. Once you go over a certain level of money, you're in another tax bracket that really just pummels you, right? You're actually, I remember having a pilot that I was talking to a pilot as a mentor, I was his mentor. And they wanted to give him, in Canada, he, they wanted to give him a raise. And because it was like a $20,000 raise, but because of the raise, he actually ended up mm -hmm. keeping yeah. less. You went into a different tax bracket. Raise, which makes yeah, you, which, and that, tw that 20 grand actually, and more. So he actually he lost money less with yeah, a $20,000 raise. It's like, There's I don't want to lose. In Canada where you end up working for the government more than you work for yourself and there's a lot of people there's there's some people that intentionally keep one of the spouses home because if they go to work it's more expensive than just keeping them at home and having them 
you know not collecting a paycheck but you know taking the kids back and forth to school and or keeping them at home rather than daycare so yeah that, that actually in Canada, tax planning is definitely a, a big a big plus they have a, a tax savings day basically it's a day i don't know if it's in june or july where basically you work for the government for that first part of the year and the rest you get to keep i don't know if it's july or august is like that yeah i think it's july 20 yeah, pretty average. Or something it's, yeah. it's sometime in july yeah. Yeah, because I know there's a day that they celebrate that you now everything. So you're like approaching eight yours. eight months basically, uh, close to August. So you're working for the government, then the rest you get to keep. So that's uh, and we talked about that in partnerships in, in one of the podcasts. But yeah, just going so, yeah. uh, just going back. So I did have a proper structure uh, initially when I first uh, joined a mentorship with you, Marco, and there was an asset protection attorney and everything. But as like you said, as you grow, now that tax uh, the tax implication got a little bit bigger. And I had to pivot and say, okay, well, I, do I keep it? I'm still making money, but I'm paying, you know, I'm paying a little bit more to Uncle Sam and the CRA, which I didn't want to do. So Gabe introduced me to a very reputable, you know, I guess they're world-renowned firm. And you know, when he told me the price, he goes, well, he goes, they're good. <laughs> they know their stuff from both sides of the borders. He goes, but they're a thousand dollars an hour. And I go, wow. And I, and I like talking a lot. So a thousand bucks an hour. I already saw, I already saw dollar signs, but was that, was that three grand? Three just grand an intro. <laughs> what do you do? I think, I think they even gave you a discount. Yeah, they gave me a discount because <laughs> he knew you. Yeah. So like that got for the discount, but, but anyways, I had to, I tried to keep myself quiet, but I had to obviously ask questions just so I have a clear understanding. But in, in the end, like no regrets on that. Yes. It was thousands of dollars at the end of the day that I got the bill. And this is the first year that I'm putting it through the cycle. So fingers crossed, I, I know I'm going to save. I, I'll, I'll make that back within the one year anyway. So it is an investment. So that's the way you look at it. It does hurt at first. I'm not going to lie. Pardon? And the it is tax deductible. Yeah. 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 So the cost is tax deductible. And the, let's say it costs you 20 grand because that, you know, three grand for hello, three grand for goodbye. <laughs> Can you explain that again? Can you repeat that again? Yeah. Uh, Yes, exactly. Wait, speak slowly, and then and then you, you you say the same thing over and over again. You know, you're looking at least like let's call it twenty grand for just for shits and giggles. That twenty grand is invested once, and in your tax savings, it's and it, you are going to make your money back just in one year, over and over and over again. Plus, as you make more money, that's those those savings compound. And, and the structure things, is right eternal, more, more or less, right until you close it. So there's yeah. It, it is the end, this is the end structure that I'm doing. Yeah, this correct. Yeah, so there's there's so much. At the end of the day, you can't afford not to do this. That's that's where it comes down to, right? Boom. It's, you you can't drop drop the mic. It's over. <laughs> it's over. Drop the mic. That is, you can't afford not to do it. That's yeah. the title of the podcast. Just so you know. Perfect. You yeah. Keep going. Keep so, going. No. You can't afford not to do it. So give us an well, example, Gabe. In, of in my case, what, I mean, you you thought you were cutting a corner. Yeah. But actually well, yeah. More. So I think it's well documented that I made a lot of mistakes before <laughs> seeking out and finding Marco and his and his uh, educational programs and and his, his amazing mentorship. I was introduced to real estate uh, via some, I guess, people I knew, my my entourage, people that you know were friends. I basically just trusted without verifying. I guess is the is the main idea here, and that cost me dearly. It cost me a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of relationships. So there's a lot of costs for not taking the time. And maybe I didn't know how to do it at the time, uh, even though I'm a CPA, I should have known how to do this maybe, but real estate wasn't something that I was familiar with. So 
maybe I should have just hired someone to, you know, whether even if it's someone from a firm I worked at at the time where they could just take a look at this and tell me what they thought and instead convinced myself that it was the right move and, you know, because it's people I knew and, you know, wouldn't screw me or, you know, they, they would they would be honest or they wouldn't be dishonest. So, yeah, I guess that to me, that was a shortcut that ended up being an extremely, extremely long cut. <laughs> Investing in my education, even though in theory, you know, someone would look at the, at the you know, what I spent or what I invested would say you're crazy. And people have said that and they still tell me this. Yet, probably the best investment I've ever made because it's, it's something that serves me right now. It's served me in the past. It's going to continue to serve me moving forward. And, and again, if I look back now at, at what I went through and, and all these costs that I mentioned, and, and there's a lot of emotional costs that I went through personally, like very dark periods that are extremely painful. And even thinking about them today will bring me back to, to kind of those emotions. And, you know, if I could have avoided all that just by investing in a shortcut because that's what the real shortcuts are in life is when you learn from someone who's been there before and who's basically taken the beatings and made the mistakes and spent the money on the cost just the way i do it now for someone who's trying to get into real estate or into any other business and i see that they're trying to take a shortcut that i made and like it's not worth it like just do this 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 that and you're gonna avoid all this pain and all these negative emotions so at the end of the day, it, I couldn't afford not to do it at the time. And I said, I can't afford to do it. And that was the biggest mistake, I think, in my business career. And I'm glad I made it because I wouldn't be where I am today. But, you know, just if, if I can save you some trouble, the listener here and going forward, you know, to not see any of these items, whether it's, you know, your tax planning, whether it's your due diligence, specifically your due diligence, because you're going to do that over and over and over. Tax planning is something you do once, but due diligence is going to be deal by deal. It's going to be project by project or business by business. Do not take shortcuts. You can't afford to, to take these shortcuts. They're going to cost you dearly if you make one mistake. You know what? Uh Knowing what you're getting into and knowing your exit at the same time. It's clarity of the deal and understanding what the pitfalls are, understanding the big picture. And if either have experience or you pay someone with experience, which is cheaper than learning the lesson of losing your whole life savings, years and years of, of pain and suffering over just asking one person or two people a simple question to verify things. And sometimes ego does get in the way. No, no, I was just going to mention just recently, I saved $50,000. I would have lost $50,000 if it wasn't for, you know, Marco's teachings and using his paperwork because I had to pull the, the ace of spade at the last minute at the closing table where there was some paperwork uh, snags on my end with the appraisal and all that. And I needed a day extension or, or a two day extension, but even a day would have saved me. But at that point, the seller was playing hardball and she's like, no, you want an extension? You know, I want all this back taxes paid. That was basically she wanted like 50K or 30K. <laughs> and it, it is blackmail. And I said, forget it. We're closing today. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, we're not ready. Like, I wasn't ready to close. Well, not me. I was ready, but my, my team wasn't because of a paperwork snag. And at the last moment, within a half hour driving to the, to, to the closing table, I emailed um, the attorney, the closing agent, and the seller and say, hey, you know, on my way there, but before we close, just FYI, we're missing these documents. This is expected before we close and, and sign on the dotted line. This is at 3.30 p.m. The shit hit the roof, basically. And because of that, the seller didn't, because the seller didn't perform on 
her um, on the due diligence part. So she she failed to perform some of the items there, and I, I was going to forgive it because I know she was she was going to do it at the closing table. But I, I wanted it pre before I signed on the dotted line. So, anyways, on that note, so she she didn't show up to the closing table that day, and that kind of saved my bacon and it saved my EMD, which I had fifty k on there. Because if I wasn't ready to close, I would have lost my EMD for non-performance. And that would have that would have been shitty. And yeah, shit would have saved your roof. Sure, which yeah. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> Pardon? Yeah. Shit would have hit the roof. I've never heard shit because shit hits fans that goes everywhere. I don't I don't know how you. I oh. don't know how your toilet is right, but it's uh, must be the treehouse. <laughs> well, if you're on the, I guess if you're on the upper floor of something, it will hit the the I floor on something. The, 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 the new name of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Shit is the fan. Yes. No, it's all good. It's we're just gonna add that to yes. uh, in our library which is good and a piece of paper as silly as it is and or a couple of words in the beginning of your lease or buying an asset that looks good but one little number that was made up or doesn't is in the wrong place it's the small little things that make a big problem for you in the future that can really lose you everything that you have and we're not here to scare you at all this is not the intention of this podcast even a little bit it's just for you to Ask for help if necessary so you don't make a decision that's going to really impact you negatively for a very long time when it's easier just to ask for help when you can. Yeah, and just, yeah, I want to go back to your example, I guess, just to kind of do a full circle here. I guess, how big is that lease in terms of paperwork? Like, what are we talking about? Like, 10 pages? 10 pages. Let's say they even charge, the lawyer charges $500 a page. A thousand a page. That's 10 grand. 10 grand. How much, do you know, do you have an idea what the lease amount was? Well, the, the lease amount, I believe it's like yeah. 25000 so, so it's month, less than a month's uh, worth of lease to allow you to perform your operations versus skimming on that ten grand. And we, we know it's going to be less than ten grand to review a 10-page document, but let's just say it is ten grand, And now they're in this whole heap and this whole mess that they can't even operate, basically, because of the first sentence. So, in fact, that's, that's, that's a really, really expensive shortcut. It's going to lose million, like it's a million dollars of money invested of actual cash, hard cash with liquor license, with setting things up and emotional damage is, is beyond yeah. that, you know, so it's millions of dollars over a $10,000, uh, oh you know, just to yeah. save 10 grand. It's stepping over hundreds of dollars to save a penny, which makes no sense. And Frank's done the same thing. I've done the same thing. I remember when with his first hotel too, we've had this podcast already, so I don't spend a lot of time on it. And the reason he stayed for a month is so he wouldn't make the same mistake. He learned from that mistake, which is I'm not leaving until it's open and it's done. And he got his operation running in 30 days versus a year and a half, two years. And it wasn't until he understood that the $5 or $20 that he was trying to save here and there was costing him 20,000 a month. And he actually lost more money being closed longer than he did in this by a thousandfold the pennies that he was trying to save trying to get this thing you know, extending this opening as much as possible and i think when you understood those numbers and the cost of not being open the opportunity cost was much higher than the actual rehab cost in the end yeah yeah you actually you could have bought the hotel again on what you lost sometimes we lose sight of that you know is saving a penny actually can cost you millions and not doing this business is costing you millions because there are people that are doing and getting into this business making a shit ton of money not using their own money because they understand how asset-based lending works they've invested in their education and actually actioning on the education because many people get into something and do nothing because no matter how 
I can guarantee one result, which is if you do nothing, nothing's going to happen. That's a hundred percent guarantee. That's the only guarantee that I'm going to give you because that's how life works. But if you put effort into something with humans that are really wanting to support you and help you and make sure you avoid those mistakes because we've all made them and we want to help other people avoid mistakes full time so you don't waste time, then you're going to do extremely well. And the only person that can stop you from doing that, of course, is yourself. So I think we nailed it as much as we can. Thank you so much for uh, listening to our rants and rabbles and, you know, shitting hit roofs and uh, fans and other places because I'm actually going to figure out how to design a toilet where I can have the shit hit the roof. That's a fucking great expression. And uh, maybe Frank's yeah, bird. There you go. Is. He's a bird. So that's how I'm going to be So uh, I love you both very much. Appreciate you. I miss you already, Frank. I miss our talks as well. And. Um, yeah, well, that's that. So, guys, thanks so much for listening. Like it, love it, share it, subscribe, tell your friends and frenemies. We're creeping up our in our rankings, and we just want to deliver as much content, as much value, give to give as much as possible so you, as a listener, can really action one little thing that allows you to make a big difference in your financial future. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate you, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to GetDealsByTuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.